0: Hello, and welcome to Artistocracy, the podcast that explores the transformative journey of artists as they have evolved into creative entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Eric, and in each episode, we'll delve into the stories, insights, and experiences of artists who have successfully made the leap into the world of entrepreneurship. We'll discover how they've harnessed their creativity, harnessed their passion, and transformed their artistic talents into thriving businesses. Today we're embarking on a journey through time to explore the transformation of the artist into the creative entrepreneur, but before we dive into the present and future, let's rewind to the past. We'll be looking back on the origins of art and discussing how exactly the notion of the artist has ultimately become that of the creative entrepreneur. We'll discuss prominent figures, some particular moments of importance, and particular ideologies that have contributed to both the artist and the entrepreneur. But before we begin our journey back in time, let's take a moment to reflect on the idea of what art is. When we talk about art, what immediately comes to mind? Paintings? Sculptures? Music? The truth is, art encompasses so much more than what we can see and touch. It's a reflection of our inner thoughts, emotions, and the human experience itself. Art is a medium through which we communicate, a way to express the inexpressible, and a means to connect with others on a profound level. It's not confined by boundaries, rules, or conventions. Art knows no limitations. It's about pushing boundaries, breaking free from constraints, and inviting the audience to explore new perspectives. Think about a beautiful piece of music that resonates deep within your soul, or a painting that speaks to your heart even though you might not fully understand the artist's intention. That's the power of art. It transcends language and connects us in ways we can't always explain. Art challenges us to see the world through a different lens and invites us to question, to wonder, and to feel. It celebrates the diversity of human experiences, cultures, and emotions. It can be a protest, a celebration, a story, or a memory captured in time. To begin our journey, we must first transport ourselves back in time, thousands of years ago to an era when our ancestors roamed the earth as hunters and gatherers. This was the Neolithic period, a pivotal time in human history. Imagine, if you will, a dimly lit cave deep within the heart of the earth, illuminated only by the flickering glow of a torture fire. It was in these very caves that early humans left their mark, their stories, and their visions, etched into the cave walls. These Neolithic cave paintings, some dating back over 40,000 years, serve as our earliest evidence of human creativity and the birth of art. They are in many ways our ancestors' first attempts to communicate, to document their experiences, and to capture the essence of their world. But what exactly do these cave paintings reveal to us? Imagery varies from one cave to another, but common themes emerge. We see depictions of animals, both realistic and abstract, often intertwined with symbols and geometric shapes. These are the stories of the survival, the hunt, and the relationship between early humans and the animal kingdom. These ancient artists used natural pigments like iron oxide and charcoal to create their works of art. The colors they used may have held symbolic meanings, much like the way color is laden with significance in contemporary art. Yet the question arises, why did our ancestors create these intricate works of art deep within the bowels of the earth? Some theories suggest that these cave paintings held ritualistic or spiritual significance, perhaps serving as a form of sympathetic magic intended to ensure a successful hunt. Others speculate that the caves were sacred spaces where early humans communed with the spirit world. These cave paintings also tell a story of our human evolution. They provide insights into our cognitive development, demonstrating our capacity for symbolic thinking and storytelling. In essence, they mark the beginning of our journey as not only Homo sapiens, but also as artists. As we stand in awe of these ancient masterpieces, it's important to acknowledge that these Neolithic artists were the true pioneers of artistic expression. Their work laid the foundation for the rich tapestry of art that has evolved throughout human history. Now let's jump ahead in time a few thousand years to a period known as the Enlightenment. The Enlightenment, which reigned from the late 17th century until about 1815, was a time when the notion of the artist had yet to fully emerge. Back then, artists were still perceived as craftsmen who honed their skills under the tutelage of a master in a workshop. They would tirelessly practice until they achieved proficiency much like Malcolm Gladwell's famous 10,000-hour rule, which states it takes about 10,000 hours to achieve mastery in any certain skill. Most of the work commissioned during this period came from nobles and aristocrats, and artists often occupied the lower middle class of society. The Enlightenment was marked by scientific discoveries, a focus on logic, human happiness, reason, and order. Yet it was also a time that set the stage for a major shift. Near the end of the Enlightenment came Jean-Jacques Rousseau, the French philosopher who challenged Enlightenment values. He emphasized the importance of the individual within society, earning him the title of the father of Romanticism. The Romantic movement championed nature, human emotion, and the individual, and out of it the artist was born. To the Romantics, artists were considered solitary geniuses who could tap into a higher spiritual plane, creating art from their innermost selves. This marked the first time artists were viewed as elite figures, akin to religious devotees. The appreciation of artists continued to grow, reaching its peak during modernism in the early 20th century. In the modernist era, artists were seen as cultural and intellectual aristocrats, shaping culture and society with their vision. But this power dynamic began to shift after World War II as media industries like film, music, and fashion rose to prominence. These industries acted as mediators between artists and the market. The institutionalization of arts and media and gatekeeping practices restricted access to the means of creation. Many artists had to find stable income by taking on teaching positions, and the age of the professional artist emerged as a transitional phase. With technological advancements like television and film replacing older art forms, the concept of the creative entrepreneur began to emerge. Some artists chose to engage directly with the marketplace and consumers instead of relying on the media industries. And by the 2000s, the media industries began to crumble and artists increasingly adopted entrepreneurial approaches. Technology like editing programs and widespread access to the means of creation fueled this shift. The internet played a pivotal role in democratizing art and media production. However, this democratization led to a flooded market with creators and consumers producing and consuming art at an unprecedented pace. The result? An abundance of creations, some with less skill and an overwhelming influx of content. By many media theorists, it's referred to as the sea of mediocrity. In today's contemporary society, the image of the solitary genius no longer holds. Instead, artists have become creators who must network, cater to consumer demands, and often sacrifice their creative intentions to succeed. The original notion of the artist endures, but only as a distant memory as the professional artist makes way for the creative entrepreneur. The future of art remains uncertain, especially in the face of artificial intelligence and involving threats. This wraps up our journey from the artist of the Romantic period to the creative entrepreneur of the digital age. As we navigate these changes, one question remains. Can the essence of art, as conceived during the Romantic period, survive the challenges of the modern world? Join us in future episodes as we continue exploring the ever-evolving landscape of creativity. Thank you for listening to Artistocracy. Again, I'm your host, Eric, and I hope that you join me for our next episode. If you enjoyed the show, follow me on Instagram at ArtistocracyPod. Thanks again.